Hello there. This is the Beluga Dunes podcast. Andy here. Thank you so much for downloading or sc- or streaming, whatever you did. I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, I hope you don't mind uh, the, the. There's a little bit of noise. I've, I've just realised that my um, dehumidifier is making a rattling sound for some reason, and I don't. I have no idea what that is. Should probably get that looked at. It's it's uh, it, it it's a little bit distracting, <laughs> as, as if I, I didn't get easily distracted enough. What's happening in this week's episode? I hear you cry. See, I can somehow hear you talking about that. <laughs> um, that that is one thing that I I, I am sure of. Okay, so. Um, if you've listened last week, you'll know that the film that I decided to sit down and watch was uh, Kaipo She, or Kaipo Che. I, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> and and yeah, be warned, um, I, I do kind of ramble through this in, in a very kind of ignorant and uh, not, 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 not exactly, <laughs> you know, um, it, as intellectually as as I would have liked, but hey. <laughs> um, also, I uh, I have a, a special secret item. I'm, I'm going to try and tease this now. Um, it's it's something comedy related this week. It, it's it's to do with British comedy. Yeah, when when I when I spin the wheel later, you're, you're going to hear me talking about a certain something that, that me and my brother like. That we enjoy listening to, yes, and it, and it, it involves some of our favourite comedians, right? So uh, you'll have that to look forward to. Also, um, I talk about an episode of Beluga Weekly this week. I, I went for something that I I have more positive thoughts towards. Uh, I, I intentionally decided I'd, I'd try and do that. Yeah, um, and. Beluga Monthly. You'd be able to find out what the what the latest is with that, because I, 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 I did say that it was something I was working on. So, where at where what what stage have I got to with Beluga Monthly? Well, we just have to wait and find out. So yeah, uh, all of that and more. So yeah, um, I, I'm now just going to uh, lead us into the the first part of this week's episode. So yeah, th- this is my Film, not not quite review, but there was kind of self discussion. <laughs> yeah, uh, and this is for Kai Poche. Um, so yeah, uh, what are we waiting for? Let's get to it. So Kai Poche. This was a, a 2013 Bollywood film. Um, yeah, and a, a film about cricket, the Cricket World Championships, I believe. <laughs> now, I know nothing about sport. I'm just going to let you know that because, yeah, um, actually, I, I don't, I can't, I don't think if I've actually watched any other Bollywood films before. Um, so... Apologies in advance if I if I sound ignorant at all because this is this not not only is it a subject matter you know sport just I I don't know anything about that I also don't speak a word 
of, of any other language other than my own. Yeah, so um, uh, uh, it, it, it was... Now, one thing I will say... Yeah, because <laughs> I don't speak Hindi, but um, I suppose that wasn't really a problem. Because, um, you know, it's, it's a competitive sport film, and, you know, if you've seen one, then you know exactly what to expect, you know, it's, it's basically an underdog story, and um, uh, three, three, three brothers, are they? Uh, um, no, three friends, not brothers. In the last film, there were brothers. That's the <laughs> this is the thing, I'm now reviewing a cricket film, and, you know, last year, last week it was uh, fly fishing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm learning about new things, <laughs> activities that I, didn't know anything about before but yeah um and and um it's about teaching uh, um and uh yeah competitive sport and all that so um it, it was actually you know it was it was very beautiful um it uh, had a great soundtrack. You know, the soundtrack was was very Bollywood because you know, I've, I've heard from um, you know it's it's kind of a style that has been parodied an awful lot. <laughs> that style of music with sitar playing. Like, um, listen to any George Harrison records that <laughs> you. Um, yeah, because uh, yeah, he he was he was obviously very fond of that. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, one thing that I'm quite curious about, because I don't, I don't know if this is typical of, of Bollywood films, or, um, because I, I, I've seen, you know, every time I, I see a, a non-English speaking movie, um, there's always subtitles for, for English viewers, um, and, uh, in this one there wasn't. But what was interesting is that there was kind of a mix. It was, it, they they mixed in some English dialogue, um, and you know, I, um, in, in some parts it kind of made sense because um, they kept it kind of isolated to things like uh, the cricket commentary. Um, but I, I wasn't sure because uh, there, there were things like text messages um, they came up in English, and I I just. I don't think I've ever seen that before, and and some of some of the characters said some of their lines in English, and it just it just made me, it, it, you know, it's something that I, I'm really curious about now because, um, it seemed like an interesting way. I I, I get the feeling that you know again I'm just I might just be ignorant, and I'm pretty sure I am. <laughs> I can, you know, um, if it, I have to talk about a film that's that, you know, uh, like this, you know, I just I expect that I'm just, just going to sound just just absolutely daft. Um, but 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 I I couldn't help thinking that this might be a a narrative device because the thing is, if if you're doing a silent film, um, then technically. You can say an awful lot with without any dialogue. That's one thing that silent film has has proven. Uh, originally, you know, you you couldn't use uh, um, 
you, you couldn't have the characters vocally express themselves. Um, so if you know what you're doing, you don't actually need people to listen to what they're saying or to hear what they're saying, understand what they're saying, because uh, what you're filming, like with good direction and good editing and everything, you can, you can um, make it very clear what's going on. And this film did do that. Um, unfortunately, I, I feel like, because you know, it was a two-hour film, um, and a lot of it was to do with cricket, and, yeah, I I personally just... <laughs> I, I, I get easily bored when I see people playing sport. <laughs> yeah, that's just me, really. Um, and, yeah, uh, would I watch it again? Probably not. I, I don't know, because... It makes me feel really bad because, as I say, it's a beautiful film. I, I like the soundtrack. There were a lot of things about it that I actually really liked. Um, yeah, and I just think ultimately it didn't leave me thinking, oh, yeah, I'd love to see that again. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to rewatch it loads of times. So it's a good film. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think one, once was enough. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it again if, if I can find one with the subtitles, because there might have been a lot of things that I missed, uh, just because, you know, I'm ignorant and I haven't bothered to learn Hindi. <laughs> um, anyway, um, that, that's, uh, so that's, that's Kai Po Che, and done with that, done with that review. Um, what, what film, I'm going to find out what my, my next movie is going to be, uh, Suggest Me Movie. Um, oh, this is another one that I'm going to have trouble pronouncing. I, I, I'm, this is a, a an ignorance special this week. Te Gak Gi <laughs> colon The Brotherhood of War, a 2004 film. Again, never seen it. I wonder what it's like. Okay, I'll trade my left foot for the flying car. Now it's time to spin that wheel. There it goes, that's that's the wheel spinning. Where's it gonna land this week? Ooh. <laughs> uh, is it gonna be a podcast? Is it gonna be a YouTube channel? Is it gonna be someone's DeviantArt account? Ooh. Well, what do you know? It's another podcast. Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. Yes, Richard Her Herring chats with some of the biggest names in comedy. It's an ad-libbed and un unedited and largely unplanned. The, the conversations could go off on all kinds of comedic tangents or be serious, recorded in front of a paying audience. This podcast can be heard on the British Comedy Guide SoundCloud page. It's also on iTunes... Um, and Acast, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I, I subscribe to it on Acast. Let's have a look at some of the people that he has uh, interviewed in the past: uh, Greg Davis, Danny Baker, Josie Long, Harry Shearer, Nick Helm, Mark Gatiss, Steve Coogan, Sarah Pascoe, Sarah Milliken, Rebecca Front. Uh, I'm going to have to skip over some of these. Milton Jones, Sue Perkins, Stuart Lee. Wow, this is one where he actually talks to Stuart Lee. I don't think I've listened to that one. Um, Bob Mortimer, 
Emma Kennedy, Robert Webb, Johnny Vegas, Mark Watson, Robin Ince, uh, Al Murray, Lee Mack, uh, Eddie Izzard, Phil Jupitus, David Mitchell, loads and loads of wonderful comics. Um, comics as in comedians, because I, I talk about the other type of comics quite a lot on, on this podcast. But yeah, um, the latest one here it says uh, is uh, how Cruttenden. I'm not sure I know who that is. <laughs> Hal Cruttenden. Uh, you, you heard of it? <laughs> I, I probably better listen to that one because I, I want to find out. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and this, this is actually one that I, I was having a conversation with my brother about the podcasts that we like to listen to. Um, and I think because uh, we, we both like Chris Moyles, um, and since he, he started doing his new show on Radio X, we talked about... Yeah, because I, I don't actually get to listen to it on the radio because I'm always at work while it's on. And I, you know, I, I, I tend not to um, to take portable radios to work because... No, um, not exactly a good idea. <laughs> uh, mind you, it might might be something might be something worth looking into for when I'm making the journey back home. I'll probably have a little listen in to the show. But because of uh, podcasting, I've been able to catch up on all all the um, highlights, the show highlights. So yeah, I was I was telling my brother about that, and he said, "Oh yeah, have you listened to the Adam Buxton podcast?" And I was like, "Yeah," and from then on. Um, we got into talking about the Scroobius Pip podcast because Adam Buxton has interviewed Scroobius Pip on his podcast and Scroobius Pip has uh, interviewed Richard Herring on his pod- uh, on his podcast. So, yeah, um, it, it all links together. It's, it's funny how, um, you know, um, th- uh, th- th- this, uh, this online network... It, it all seems to be joining together, and and soon it, it seems like everyone's gonna be gonna have like a connection. Well, I, suppose, I suppose we all do. We all do at the end of the day. <laughs> but yeah, because um, uh, on on some uh, some podcasting networks, I've I've noticed a particular circle of kind of uh, groups, especially with the with comedy. Like if if you listen to any of the Earwolf shows. You'll hear people like Scott Ockerman, Paul F. Tompkins, and Paul Shear, Jason Manzukas, um, and and uh, and you know they they have connections. So it's yeah, um, it's fascinating how we um, we we we're all just we we we're literally uh, linking up and. Sorry, I'm I'm batting a DVD box with my with my headphones. I really shouldn't be doing that. It's, it must be uh, must be very distracting. I'm trying not to fidget too much today. Anyway, um, so yeah, uh, and from the look of this, yeah, because uh, uh, he's getting close to 100 episodes. The, the latest Richard Herring Leicester Square episode is um, episode. 95 apparently according to this um so that's a lot of interviews and 
Um, and and I, I don't think he's repeated any of them. That, that's that's quite remarkable. He's, he, he seems to have literally interviewed that many different people. So think think about that. You know, he, he spoke to Harry Shearer from The Simpsons and Spinal Tap. Um, that is a little connection because I, I, you know, I used to listen to Harry Shearer's podcast as well. Um, and uh, yeah, so so he is a player in the, in the, uh, the on the podcast scene. Um, yeah, so uh, so that's it then. Um, Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast from comedy.co.uk. Go check it out. Okay, I'll trade my left foot for the flying car. Hi, we're here on the street asking people about the fump. Excuse me, sir, do you know what the fump is? The what? The fump. F-U-M-P. Oh, I don't know, uh, but it doesn't sound appetizing. I don't want any. Isn't that the sound a groundhog makes when you run over it with your car? Uh, no. Can you tell me what the fump is? Is it the enemy in the next Spider-Man movie? I don't think so. A clean-burning car that runs on pancakes? What? Isn't... If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Is that the stuff the nutty professor invented? No, that's Flubber. The Fump. What is the Fump? Ooh, it's a dog. I think it's half Great Dane, half Chihuahua. Is that even possible? Sounds like something you get from a cheap hooker. Oh, come on, no. Doesn't anyone around here know what the Fump is? I do, but I'm a paid announcer with a script in front of me that explains it. Fine, fine. Go do your thing. The Fump is the Funny Music Project. It's a website where comedy musicians post funny songs and parodies. New songs are uploaded every Tuesday and Friday. The songs are available for free download from thefump.com or automatically via our podcast feed. The Fump features some of the biggest names in comedy music from the Dr. Demento Show, including the great Luke Ski, Robert London Spav, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Rob Balder, Possible Oscar, Tom Smith, Raymond and Scum, Power Salad, Bob Ricci, Carla Ulbrich, Steve Goody, Paul and Storm, and Jonathan Colton. High-quality downloads and compilation CDs are also available. Find us at www.thefump.com or look us up on iTunes. And for behind-the-scenes discussions on the songs posted to The Fump, listen to the Funny Music Podcast. Thank you. See, people, was that so hard? So it is something you get from a cheap hooker. Look, the one I was with last Friday sold me a copy of the Volume 10 compilation CD. Ugh, I quit. I'm going home. The Fump.
It's not something you get from a cheap hooker. Usually. Okay, it's Beluga Weekly time. And this week I'm looking back at uh, issue number 18. Yeah, um, n- another old one. Um, and this one is basically, I, I decided, because uh, back then I, I was always making sure that it was something topical. Uh, every, every Beluga Weekly had, had was to do something that was in the news. and uh, Yeah, um, this one w- was... Uh, a little joke about swine flu. It's the big bad wolf. I think the first panel is taking a deep breath. The second panel is blowing down the house of straw. Um, and then the 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 pig um, apparently has a cold because he has a thermometer in his mouth and an ice bag on his head. And it is going. Oh, uh, hello. Can I help you? And um, wolf looks rather concerned in the last panel the wolf is just running away screaming um and i can actually remember when i came up with this with with the idea of this because i used to listen to radio one a lot um and and i would normally have the radio come on in the morning whenever i woke up and um I can actually remember that being the the first time I heard about uh, the swine flu epi- epidemic, and <clears throat> and it, it it just sort of occurred to me, you know, we we've heard about bird flu that that was something that we were, we were supposed to be afraid of, and it turned into this great big joke, basically. Um, not a joke for for anyone who suffered from it, obviously. Just you know, it, it it's it's amazing how um, rather than that, you know, it, um, than panicking over it, it supplies like comedians and people on social networks with plenty of material, because you know you you could just ride on that. It, it's amazing how you know the, the media wants us to to be really scared about things like this, but it it just turns into comedy somehow that, that that's the way i've always noticed it you know um with the foot and mouth disease scare bird flu scare and then swine flu it just became the thing that people would talk about just you know rather derisively you know it and um when I just I heard the words swine flu on on this news presentation, immediately I thought that's going in the next comic because, you know, if if I don't hurry up and make a comment about it, it will become old news. It's this is going to get old very quickly because everyone's going to be talking about swine flu. Um. And it's, and it's funny because when I, when I'm in bed. And I'm kind of awake and I haven't got anything to do, I haven't got anywhere to go. There was a lot of that because I was unemployed for a long time. And <laughs> that's when the best ideas seemed to come to me, is when I was just... I didn't know what to do with myself that day, but I would just let my mind wander and think about these cartoon characters I was I was doing. Um, and I suppose that's one thing, these characters... They're just meant to be versions of the characters from the Three Little Pigs stories. Uh, story. Um, so you've got the Big Bad Wolf and you've got one of the Three Little Pigs. But from that, I think 
I I kind of ended up um, making them into their own characters because the the wolf the, the the character I came up with for the wolf the 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 way I drew him and the colors that I used I ended up using those again for a wolf character who was in this uh, animated cartoon I did called Ten Pin Bullying it's on YouTube um, and yeah um, I I actually kind of uh, you know I I kind of invented a new character out of that you know just following up from this this comic strip I don't think I did anything else with him but I I always thought you know if I need a character who's meant who's just need to just bring in a character who's that that kind of slightly intimidating but not not very <laughs> um or, or whatever yeah um I think I was intending to do a lot more with him actually because he has a name he's called Waldorf uh, Waldorf the wolf um, and there's also Desmond the pig. Um, he he's popped up in in, in a number of um, of the Blue Weekly comics. Because um, um, I, I just did a few. Because uh, you know he, he he apparently lives on this farm that that only has one person there. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, uh, and um, I was quite pleased. I, I wanted to talk about this one this week because I, I went on at great length last week about the one that I thought didn't work very well. And I just wanted to remind myself, uh, I'm not hugely disappointed with the body of work I've done <laughs> that I have now. and Because um, yeah, I've been doing Beluga Weekly for a long time and in that time I've, I've kind of had ups and downs you know, in my mind, some of them worked rather well, and this was one. You know, it, it came to me quite easily. I I knew what the setup and the punchline was going to be. Uh, no, no trouble there. So yeah, uh, this is one that I I actually I, I personally like. Okay, I'll trade my left foot for the flying car. Beluga Monthly is now online. Yeah, it debuted uh, on the DuckWebComics.com. Yeah, so basically it is pretty much just, um, yeah, uh, it's, it's like Beluga Weekly, um, except obviously it comes out every month, uh, and it's 10 pages long. How about that? Yeah, and um, it's a bit more high def as well, as in, you know, I, I say high def, all, all that means is the panels are wider than <laughs> than the ones in Blue Weekly because I've laid it out differently. So each page um, is three panels. So um, you you get a much larger image for for each one. Um, actually, I, I have split some of the panels. Well, I think one of them <laughs> in the in the first issue. Yeah. So um, so this this is a. A new idea that I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm going to be trying to, I'm going to definitely try and get one of these out uh, each month of the year. And, yeah, um, it, it, it is now also on the website on uh, www.belugatoons.com. That's right, yeah. Um, let's see, so, so that was Tuesday the 19th of January. 
and I believe it went up the day before that on uh, on the duck, I think. Um, yeah, 18th. So, so maybe around that time each month, maybe. Maybe that's when it will be, be coming out. Yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll be able to make it fairly consistent in terms of releasing uh, each each new one. Um, yeah, I, uh, uh, I've also been preparing a little video because I always did like a, a trailer or like a little promo video for each issue of new stuff. So I'm, I'm probably going to try and do that. Um, right now, though, I am exhausted. I am just so tired because uh, it's been a, a busy couple of days for me. Um, and I'm, I'm really trying not, not to... To, to let the the, uh, the workload slip out of my grasp because yeah you know, um, I I'm I'm definitely not working anywhere near as hard as I was last year but I'm you know I I have I've gone on about this there there's a reason for that I'm I'm just trying to make sure that I I can I, I can actually manage the uh, the projects and things that I'm I'm gonna that I, I'm, I'm kind of expecting myself to do. Yeah, um, so, uh, so, yeah, Beluga Monthly, I, uh, I'm use I'm, I'm currently using the, the same kind of, same set of characters as in new stuff, but I've also included some of, some of the other additional characters, the, the Greenwood Bats are, are in the, the January, January 1, um, yeah, and, um, I've, I've also worked in Stella, uh, Esme and Beryl and Stan. Yeah, um, it's uh, it, it, it's it's uh, quite funny. <laughs> That's another thing that yeah. Um, it it I think I said before I haven't actually I, I did I didn't actually work work this from a script. I kind of put it all together and you know, using whatever ideas came to me and yeah. Um, uh, I, I think one one thing I quite like is that I'm I'm trying to um, incorporate some of the the things that um, st sort of started out as ideas for, with, with Beluga Weekly. There's an idea I came up with where every so often we'd have a Beluga Weekly that took place in this games room. They have this games room with pink walls and. Um, so, so whenever you see the pink background, you know that they're in the games room, um, hanging out. And um, I, I don't think I did any of that last year, because when I, when I was telling that story, the uh, the the story arc for two thousand and fifteen, originally I was hoping to, uh, to have them all, perhaps gather together in the games room, but it 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 just. It didn't quite work out that way because um, I, I basically had them all, all of the characters, go to see the vet because they don't really know what's, ha what's happening to them. It's, it's all a bit of a, a mysterious kind of uh, set of events. Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm bringing back the games room basically, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I'm trying to make make that more of like a, a recurring theme. So, so each one, it, they'll, they'll be going to the games room 
at uh, one point <laughs> in each of these of, of the yeah um and also as i say because i put the greenwood bats in because I, I hadn't done anything with them for a while um so yeah i i, I feel like this is a good opportunity to to look at what i could have done in more recent uh, Beluga weekly episodes um so yeah so, so now we we now have the monthly version is finally here <laughs> but yeah um i'm also going to going to try and make sure that uh, i get some comics published to sites like uh, magcloud and um ibooks and google play and all of that so yeah uh we still have that to look forward to okay i'll trade my left foot for the flying car well the time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way and it's uh, this point where I, I tell you about the comic book club southampton which takes place on the third thursday of every month between 7 p.m and 10 p.m this is at uh, goblets at above bar street southampton um and uh, yeah uh they have a twitter at cbc sutton and you can also find them on Facebook under Comic Book Club Southampton. <clears throat> Join us. We'll be really happy to have you with us. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that's that. And don't forget to check out www.belugatoons.com. B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S. And with this, you can also find... Um, the Bluegatoons Deviant Art page, uh, Bluegatoons on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those other things. Yeah, there's a lot to look at. Um, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm working at uh, uh, maybe. I, th I think from from next month onwards, I'm going to try and make sure that I get at least one piece of work up on my blog each day. Because it's, it's been a little bit, uh, I've had some empty days. Because it, it just occurred to me, I can probably put up the uh, Throwback Thursday artwork. That that fills in that little void. Uh, yeah. Um, also, Cow's Play is going to come back. I, I just need some more ideas for that. And yeah, um, that that that's that's one of my favourite things personally. I, I I love working on those. I I, I love how they they. they they tend to look. You you can just find this. There's a, there's a whole section for it on the Balloons Deviant Art. And yes, yeah, so also don't forget to have a look at Beluga Monthly because this is a new thing. It's it's going to be. Um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping it will last at, at least one year. The idea is that uh, I'm going to going to try and um, and get twelve out. Um, one one for each month basically this year and um whether or not I continue only time will tell um uh, but yeah uh that that's the blue Dunes podcast so thank you all thank you for for, for joining me <laughs> yeah um have I missed anything oh yeah um t-shirts yeah there's the t public site tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash blugatoons I'm I'm working at trying to to get some other kind other merch and things available. So until then, take care everybody and bye-bye.